to the Bean Ball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. My name is Joey Price, and I'm doing the intro for the first time in months. My name is Brady O'Callaghan, and I have no idea what I did to make it so that Joey can hear the intro music. But, you know, we struck gold, and we decided I might as well do it. You might as well do it. Um, thanks for joining us today. We're joined by our very good friend, Clara Morris. You you flatter me. You flatter me. Come on. Clara, you are you work uh you're a digital video producer for SB Nation, correct? That is correct. You nailed it first try. Yeah. Pretty good. Heck yeah. And um Buckle up. A this whole thing. baseball fan. <laughs> you know all kinds of stuff about baseball Whoops. and we're really going to kind of get into the nitty-gritty about baseball today, right? Whoops. Um, <laughs> baseball's not really my number one sport, um, but I like other sports. That's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, uh, Clara is uh, probably the number one um, Simpsons fan uh, that oh, we know. Okay. Well, you know, I love it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so big Simpsons fan. We um, yeah. went through the the whole. Um, uh, span of The Simpsons and picked out uh, a couple, maybe the only baseball episodes, um, but at, at the very least, probably the biggest ones. Yeah, yeah, there's. it's certainly possible that we forgot some. All I did was look at a list of like the top 10 Simpsons sports episodes, and then I picked the three that had to do with baseball. So, oh, yeah. Sounds like we definitely missed some. Yeah, there's... <laughs> because just by saying the top 10, that implies there's more. Yeah. And I, I do have a memory of one that where Mark McGuire was on, um, but I didn't, like, follow that memory to look up what episode that was. So. He's on the softball one, though, right, that we did watch? No, no, that was a bit before. Mark McGuire's kind of his his celebrity was a bit after that episode yeah i still thought that uh, i'm an idiot no yeah jose canseco was in that oh yeah me okay yes jose canseco was yeah um i just searched mark mcguire simpsons and yeah he definitely was on one in 1999 he might have been on it for a different reason than um them talking about baseball that's true probably they probably didn't mention it yeah they probably didn't mention it he probably just played he probably worked at the power plan or something yeah 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 uh so yeah we we're gonna talk about three three simpsons episodes that are baseball focused and then also a futurama episode as well um which talks about blurns ball which is their version of baseball uh, which i thought was pretty funny their version of baseball like just at, from a mechanical standpoint pretty good yeah really good they yeah i mean i guess we'll get into it but they combined a lot of fun things about games into it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's insane i can't wait to talk about it um yeah. but yeah let's uh let's jump into it um the first episode that we want to talk about probably from season two right uh dance and homer is that Love the it. first one yeah uh-huh yeah. great so it's hard for me to uh even evaluate like there's such strong nostalgic value with those early ones it's hard to mm -hmm. like evaluate it other than just like oh charming oh i remember that like picture <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i 
I had maybe seen, I'm sure I had seen this episode before, but I don't really have much of a memory of it compared to like other Simpsons episodes, right? This, I mean, I just loved it. Like, it's so funny. And uh, it's like depiction of minor league baseball is really great. Yeah. And the, so the, yeah. the premise of the episode is that the uh, power plant is having like an employee appreciation uh, night at this minor league game. Uh, so they purchase a section for uh, like Homer and all of his coworkers and their f- families um, to go out to this game. Homer looks forward to it every year because he can just get hammered um, uh, and watch some baseball, but he ends up sitting next to Mr. Burns. They have a great old time. Um, yeah. Them having a great time together was, is so fun. Very fun. And something I haven't really seen in um, Simpsons. Yeah. Clara would know better. Um, I think that this was the best instance of it. Uh, yeah, it's so fun. They get like popcorn bucket sized beers. Uh, and it's just like, again, it's so charmingly animated, just like the noise and uh, like the sound effects, the noise of the beer sloshing in those yep. empty buckets, it, like mm-hmm. sounds like the ocean, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really um, nice. But at one point, they're. Uh, um down the the isotopes uh are down and uh the crowd is not into it um and homer starts dancing uh for everybody and rallies everybody um and they win and the um isotopes decide to hire homer to kind of be a kind of a fill-in sort of mascot just to amp up the crowd which is so fun yeah it's really fun it's nice to Uh, see homer succeed Mm-hmm. It's I also really like Mr. Burns like turning against him immediately once he <laughs> uh, once he like got some popular popularity from it. It was great. Um, uh, Kristen, while we were watching this, um, reminded me that this is kind of similar to um, like Bernie Brewer, um, uh, Milwaukee's mascot, and like the origins, which was. Uh, they were having a hard time drawing a crowd, and so a 69-year-old Brewers fan, Milt Mason, decided to sit atop the scoreboard until the team could draw a home crowd of 40,000 people, and he was there for, like, 40 days. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So it just is like, always disappointing to me when The Simpsons have, <laughs> when it wasn't, like, pure imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many things... Uh, from Simpsons are parodies of other things, but I saw them first in Simpsons. So it kind of pissed me off. Uh, like, sure. Actually, Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> copied the Simpsons, not the other way around. And what's his problem? Well, you'll probably also be um, pretty upset then about um, uh, like a couple references that I caught in this episode. Uh, when they um, uh, win in that first time, the home run call is like kind of a a direct pull from the shot heard around the world with the, the, the call there is like giants win, giants win, giants win. Um, and this one is just, uh, topes win a game. Topes win a game. Topes win a game. (laughs) Which is so funny to celebrate the fact that they've won one game. Um, I really like the scene where like Homer, uh, gets called up to the like majors 
like he has to go into the manager's office and the manager is like we well we knew you weren't going to be down here forever I thought it was like a really really fun just kind of mapping onto what a minor league player would go through yep I really liked the line when he was like it was after a loss that Homer has this meeting with the manager and he doesn't understand he's being called up to the bigs at first. And it's just like, oh, you can't fire the players, so you fire the mascot. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Um, Even then, he, yeah, his, like, like, sorry, what's up? His, his speech when he leaves the minor league team is also just like a direct pull from Lou Gehrig's famous speech. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like the era of Simpsons where um, they're starting out, and clearly they're all just a bunch of nerd writers who are obsessed with like, um, hi- historical footage and s- stock images and stuff like that and reference them like crazy. Yeah. Um, the Oh, also like the national anthem being 26 minutes long. Oh, yeah, is, that's really good. It's <laughs> really good. And also like, I mean, they play it out for it obviously being long, but that little joke of the clock is like a really, really fun um, uh, thing. And the other joke I really liked in it, which is not baseball related, was like, they're, so they moved to Capital City and Lisa says like, no, I was going to grow up here and have a family here and I was going to die here. And Homer's like, oh, it's not so bad. You'll die somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> really, really made me laugh a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just those early seasons and the other one too. It's like the, just how good the jokes were and how many of them there were uh, yeah. just per minute is it's great. Yeah. Real nonstop joke fest. Like yeah. just the song they sing uh, as they go into capital city. It's like a Tom Jones type. Yeah. Or possibly mm-hmm. they really got him. I don't know, but it's like, I, I think the line is something like it makes a person, the capital city makes a person feel like a King and a King feel like some kind of, nutty cuckoo crazy king or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny um super yeah. king nutty cuckoo super king that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect um i didn't yeah. remember this episode at all i think like my um experience with the simpsons was like oh start in like season three where they really get going and watch through like season seven or something and those are like the golden years um so that's kind of my entire experience with the simpsons yeah yeah i've heard that uh you know it always uh hurts me a little bit Mm -hmm. when people select like obviously the later seasons yeah yeah that's not the golden years but like even season one it's so important to the rest of it like yeah it's a little cruder it's like uh, animation wise and like uh yeah, maybe it's a little slower and stuff, but it's so nice. And I guess it's also such a big part of my childhood and like what my and like my family life was, you know, big deal watching it. That it's almost mm, personally insulting too. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Like season two in the golden years. <laughs> um, well, I'm sorry I've offended you so deeply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I will say that this. Um, I enjoyed this episode so much that I like want to go back and watch the first couple of seasons because I'm less familiar with those. So, Yeah, I, I'm yeah. almost too familiar at a certain point. It's like, not to brag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree, Brady. I think I might 
uh, rewatch that those first two seasons because I similarly like I'm very familiar with like three through seven and then just like or eight and then just kind of like episodes along the way after that. Yeah. Um, but we yeah, are rewatching this. I was like, this is it's slightly familiar. I'm sure I've seen it once, but like I don't there were just like gags and stuff that I was that felt brand new to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is fun to also be older and watch it because you're going to get more of the jokes and mm-hmm. like it sounds like you guys also have the cultural <laughs> references to get some more of the jokes than I might. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. Can't recommend it enough. That's like what episode season two episode. Uh, I can five? I'll bring it up. I yeah. think it is season two, episode five, but I'll, I'll Ooh, bring up the right. email for reference. You want to move on? Yeah, let's move on. Should we talk about Should we talk about the softball one? I mean, that's like the the biggest one, right? It's got to be, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, let's just get on to it. So, this is uh uh Homer at the bat. Homer at bat. Like what? Uh top top 10 all-time Simpsons episode, would you say? Yeah, absolutely. It's so good. Yeah. Impact with jokes, heart. Yeah, it's a really ton great. Of celebrity. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Great cameos. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Dance and Homer was season two, episode five. Homer at the Bat is season three, episode seventeen. I'm pretty sure it's just Homer at Bat. Okay, it might be Homer at Bat. Yeah. Because you know how when you uh, when a baseball player goes up, you say like. Uh, Mark McGuire at bat, not Mark McGuire at the bat. But I think it's it's like Casey at the bat is oh, the poem. A poem? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> these dweeb these dweeb Simpsons writers. Oh my god. All right, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, um So what's uh, the premise of this one, Claire? You wanna walk us through it? All right, what do we got? Uh while Homer is choking on donuts at work, <laughs> his friends are trying to find the choking hazard poster to remember the Heimlich maneuver. Which, and as they're looking at the bulletin board for that, they notice a softball sign-up sheet for company softball. And they talk about that and sign up, and Homer coughs up his uh, donuts and signs up. And his friends don't want to sign up. Lenny, Carl, that guy with glasses... And Homer says uh, he has a secret weapon. And then we get a flashback into what that secret weapon is. Before we do, I just want to say the choking hazard poster that showed the Heimlich maneuver uh, had a man coughing up a full lobster shell and all. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, So Homer's uh, secret weapon is a homemade bat that he believes has a uh, sort of mystical magic powers it was made of a tree branch that was struck by lightning homemade pretty impressive homer can make a homemade bat uh okay. the process uh, of him making it is insane yeah. um it, which makes the reveal that the final result is like actually pretty good but at one point he's just hammering nails poorly <laughs> into um a log ain't no nails in that <laughs> he also uh he's locked out during this thunderstorm that makes the branch fall and he says i grabbed a piece of sheet metal 
and ran for the tallest tree I could find to protect himself <laughs> from the storm. Uh, that was a joke I used in my personal repertoire. Like anytime I was like outdoors or near outdoors during a thunderstorm, I'd tell someone like, we have to get find the tallest tree. It's <laughs> a personal joke for maybe a decade. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, so let's see what happens next. Softball starts. Everyone's pretty disappointed that the secret weapon is just a homemade bat. That's not really a weapon. Uh, but guess what? Homer hits a big old home run, and they're on the biggest winning streak. The team is doing so good. They're in the finals against Shelbyville Nuclear Power Plant. Um, and that's where the trouble begins. Mr. Burns gets involved. He makes a bet with the Shelbyville owner for $1 million on who's going to win the game. Um, Burns asks Smithers, you know, is it wrong to cheat? Smithers says yes. Rephrases the question, is it wrong if I cheat, he asks. (laughs) Of course, no, no, of course not. Uh, So then they uh, go out to get a bunch of ringers, uh, a bunch of professionals, uh, baseball players. uh, Smithers gets them uh, signed up. And then the sad thing about that is Homer and his buddies are out of starting position on the bench. Uh, We got Daryl Strawberry is a bit of a suck up. He's like, yeah, better than Homer. He plays the same uh, position as Homer, but he kind of rubs it in too. Um, Yeah, that was one of the funniest, (laughs) the funniest (laughs) moments of this entire episode to me was Homer figuring this out. And he goes, Daryl Strawberry, you play right field. He's like, yep. He's like, but I play right field. He goes, okay. Well, are you better than me? (laughs) Homer asking a professional athlete if he's better than him is so funny. And to his credit, Strawberry is like, well, I don't know you, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. Uh, Uh, There's um, there's some, I mean... Uh, uh, no, go for it, go for it. Uh, I was just going to get back to the, the summary. Yeah. Um, uh, which was, okay, so on the eve of the f- big game, uh, Mr. Burns is like, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, sure, there could be some misfortunes, but all of my ringers getting knocked out of the game, that's impossible. Um, and, he, and then we get a nice little montage of how each guy is knocked out, is uh, somehow made incapable of, the ga- of playing the game the next day. Um from <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, gets addicted to a nerve tonic that uh, Mr. Burns gave them, which causes gigantism. Mike Sosha gets uh, nuclear waste poisoning or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> which honestly was less funny after yeah, seeing Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Mike Sosha just not just wanting to work in the power plant uh, is also a really, really funny bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Mr. Burns saying one more outburst like that and I'm sending you back to the bigs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my favorite uh, of those misfortunes is probably Ozzie Smith um, just falling into like a dimensional portal and falling forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Springfield mystery spot or something. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Take- it's such a laundry list of of professional players that uh, of that era that were on this episode it's it's so fun yeah i really like was it uh, i think it was jose canseco who like passes a woman who's standing outside a burning house 
and is like, my baby, my baby. It's just perf- perfect joke heightening, right? Yeah. Like yep. she's screaming, my baby, my baby in a burning building. He runs in and saves the baby. Then we hear a cat. All right, yeah, yeah. It's still valuable, not a baby, but you know, it's it's her pet. He runs in and saves the cat. And then you hear piano music and she says, my player piano. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> just excellent heightening you know so his his reason he can't make the game is that he's still removing things from her burning house and arranging them on the living room yep. well past uh game time not the living room the lawn front lawn range i lost my mind when she <laughs> they cut back to him and she's just like the dryer goes on the right side <laughs> Something like that. it's so funny good and like the one line, that one line conveys so much information. It's like, yeah, yeah. he's, he's going to be there a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. And then uh, it ends with a really good baseball joke, I feel like, um, where like Daryl Strawberry, who is basically like the reason they're winning this game is going to go up or it, it, are still in this game. He's going to go up with the bases loaded to win it. Oh, yeah, because Daryl Strawberry has no misfortune, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I who still gets to play. And Burns, in order to create like a good matchup uh, pitcher to batter, uh, pinch hits for Daryl Strawberry with Homer, who then takes the, you know, gets hit by the pitch and they score the winning <laughs> run. But like, it's such a, it's such a funny, like, commentary on managers like looking for those little like matchup um uh yeah uh, like ways to like get ahead or things like that that you would like i mean it's such an extreme example obviously you never (laughs) pinch hit for your uh best player but like it it's still like yeah that that kind of stuff is probably dumb to think about as much as they do yeah like the kind of thing of an owner being like I did this and like mm-hmm. pu- putting themselves as, you know, like uh, just after watching the last dance and Jerry Krause, it uh, makes me think about like, uh, yeah, owners needing some of that credit, needing to feel like they did it and being yeah. like, I can't play, but I certainly understand the game. So, <laughs> yeah, honestly, like one thing that stood out to me as absolutely crazy is that him like making these professional players practice is like, like there's these practice scenes and it's like, you don't need this. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's great um and it ends with a the credit song um talking softball which i think clara at one point um you said was one of the only songs that you um actually like yeah yeah i'm not a big music person uh, <laughs> but that one is just wonderful you know now, clara have you heard the version that that song is based on because that is also Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's a parody i would say like within the past couple of years i have and i am filled with nothing but rage (laughs) (laughs) first of all that a song that's so meaningful to me is just a parody of another song that is not meaningful to me unless hatred provides meaning you know we don't need to get into all that (laughs) But like, what the hell, man? I'm giving credit all my life to the geniuses that made The Simpsons, and they just kind of replaced the words to a song. Yep. Yeah. They at least got the guy who did who, who Ter- did the original song to do this song. Terry Cashman. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same guy, at least, that's singing it. I don't know if I like that better or worse. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. 
I will say, knowing the original song, I, I love this one probably more because I understood all the references. You know? It's yeah. great. I know. There are also references in it, huh? Oh, in the original? Yeah, they're just talking about great players. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a pretty direct... Yeah. I guess when I say I've heard the original, I mean I've heard like a second of it and been like, turn it off! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair. Uh, there's one uh, joke in this I really love. Uh, Marge, well, a couple related to Marge uh, filming the games. Mm -hmm. Like first she does the color commentary, which is like, and uh, she says she's filming the batter. She's like, and this man wants to hit the ball as well, and he does, <laughs> and there he goes off in that direction. <laughs> and and everyone's happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so funny uh, then, then later in the episode she's filming poor homer on the bench and uh he starts scratching his crotch area and she just pans down to her feet and says children tell me when your father stopped scratching himself and you get a few seconds of silence like a little more than you would expect and she goes like kids tell me and they're like we will <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that made me laugh a lot yeah it's good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's good. It's good. It's a, it, it's just, it's just a really, really good episode. It's just so fun and funny. And yeah, yeah. I think the way that it had like all what they had to like recruit all those players and then also find ways for all those players to be uh, eliminated from, or like otherwise ruled ineligible or whatever uh, created like two sets of montages that could, take you all over the place so like uh mm -hmm. like smithers finds uh, i forget who it was maybe clemens or something and he's like uh uh, <laughs> uh wow i'd get fifty thousand dollars to play one baseball game that's a pay cut but sure sounds fun <laughs> yeah incredible <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah really good um all right so finally uh, with the Simpsons, uh, we have got Hungry Hungry Homer, uh, season 12, episode 15, I think. Um, that sounds right, yeah. Yeah, um, this one is, um, uh, Homer kind of accidentally discovers, um, that, uh, the owners of the Springfield Isotopes are trying to move the team to Albuquerque, and he goes on a hunger strike, um, outside the stadium, um, and is then moved inside the stadium uh, when he starts drawing a crowd. Um, he just wants them to admit uh, that uh, they are planning on moving the team, um, and I guess eventually decide not to. Um, and that yeah, plays it is out. Funny that his hunger strike is not don't move the team. It's like just admit I'm not crazy when I said <laughs> when I told everyone you're moving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is really funny, uh, the the one line <laughs> where the owner's just like, well, I think I know the headlines tomorrow. It's like, local man, a liar. And the <laughs> reporter goes, that is a good headline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one has such, like, an, an insanely long setup. And they, they, I mean, they started doing this more and more. I think, like, if you compare it to, like, Homer choking and they accidentally find the softball thing, right? Like, there's always a little bit of a funny thing at the top of most Simpsons episodes that kind of 
leads you into the main story of it. Yeah. Uh, and this one being like, we're going on this trip to Blocko land. And there's, there's like, what, a third of the episode is them at Blocko land, it feels like. Yeah, doing uh, like Lego type puns. And stuff right. Like that. And yeah. <laughs> and it's all a setup for like Homer to become like, um, uh, a, like, like stands up stand for the little guy for the peep for the little guy yeah uh it's just such like a long way to get to where they are but it's there's like some really really fun stuff and really really funny jokes and and, and just like him him just like standing up for the little guy is a just a fun thing to have homer do for an entire episode yeah he's um, kind of like bad at it so yeah he sees police uh like hitting snake the criminal on the ground and he hits them with his car to get them off him i think um he scares police away which is so funny they just scatter (laughs) oh he doesn't hit them he just scares them i think he like pulls up next to him like real quick um he may hit him but it's so funny that they all just run away yeah Uh, but anyhow, Snake's like, you idiot, they were beating out my shirt fire. <laughs> and Homer just like says like, well, sorry. Or he has some little snippy comment back to yeah. Snake and then drives off, leaving the man on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really love the the moment um, in the lead up uh, where Bart is like, oh, why did I buy this Lego shirt? And Marge just turns around and goes, don't you mean Blocko shirt? <laughs> and Bart goes, ah, right. Blocko shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's really fun. There's definitely less kind of baseball in this episode. Um, uh, but uh, again, it's just like the, the uh, you know, the like rich owner of the team is always like a, a fun thing that's kind of in a lot of these <laughs> uh uh kind of sports related things uh color commentators are like a big thing in all of these episodes that we watch too and like i think they just do such a fun job with all of that yeah i i will say it's so funny to me that they always chose to make like the owner or like somebody in the higher level like wear a bolo tie and kind of essentially just be an oil tycoon (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny yeah what a choice yeah, uh, hot dogs were also like prominently featured in each episode. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, Homer going on the hunger strike, and then like hearing all the vendors sell these like insane like uh, Peking duck. Yeah, Peking oh, duck. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was a good. Um, I feel like ballpark experience episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, really captured, um, you know, how beloved uh, a local franchise can be to a city, you know, um, and exposing corporate interests. It's very, like, yeah. ma- major yeah. league, you know? Someone's taking <laughs> yeah, over the team. Yeah, it's definitely got that major league kind of thing to it. Claire, you ever seen major league? No, it's just going to be quiet through that part. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might like it, okay? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I bet you would. Might as well. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, oh, I love jokes. Oh, yeah. you'll love it. Oh, good, good, good. Um, yeah, this is a, a great episode. Oh, I had something yeah. I wanted to 
mention about this one, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, freaking well, dude. I mean, we have Duffman, which is always a treat. Yeah. Yeah, when the Duffman, like, breaks character... I laughed so hard. It's like, it's like, oh, give yeah. it a rest, John. You give it a rest, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> it did make me, um, I mean, I understand why uh, no beer um, company could have a, a mascot like Duffman. But I love Duffman so much. Like, I watched yeah. that and I was like, I want a Duff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, they're at the bar at the beginning, and they're complaining about Duff buying the new team. And then Lenny's like, I'll take one Duff, please. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, talks about how good it is. <laughs> oh, there was a great joke when uh, when Homer does find out about the team moving to Albuquerque, and the rich owner is like, uh, here, have a beer, have a beer, and I'm going to add this additive that makes it taste even maltier. And Homer says, that's not going to erase my memory, is it? And he's like, no, no, not at all. And then Duffman stabs him with a syringe and he passes out. <laughs> and he pour, the owner pours the malty additive into the beer. And he's like, wow, really is maltier. <laughs> Stands over Homer's passed out body and says, he'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Being mean to the man you just drugged for no reason. It's really funny. I also yeah, got a good chuckle out of uh, Homer instantly remembering um, uh, everything about it by oh, just going yeah. like, "Oh yeah." Somebody, uh, somebody saying like, "You were insane." He goes, "Yeah, I get. You know, I'll be quirky. I'll be quirky. Albuquerque." <laughs> <laughs> a delight. Yeah, it's great. Um, also, I just love then, a Homer-centric episode. He's one of the funniest television characters of all time and so any story around him that's perfect yeah yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely um so then the last thing that we watched uh we watched like one episode of futurama and then a, I, I watched a little bit of that other episode of futurama to kind of yes. set up Lawrence ball um and uh yeah that that like there's a short clip in I think it's episode five of season one where they they like explain what Blurns Ball is. Mm-hmm. That is, <laughs> yeah, kind of explain what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's absolutely worth watching though as a baseball fan. Like it, uh, uh, just the extent that they've gone to to absolutely change the game, but still have it feel kind of like baseball. Yeah, is really really funny. It's really funny um, when the. Um... Uh, the uh, professor um, uh, is is just like, oh, like uh, baseball was always so boring. They really jazzed it up. Um, and Fry just goes, baseball wasn't, wait, they really did jazz it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, steroids being mandatory. <laughs> uh it's really really fun mm-hmm. yeah they're like arguing like what player was better and it was like well you can't count that guy he was there in the age when steroids were mandatory it's like a good <laughs> mapping onto regular baseball <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um, um yeah some major differences are that the ball is on a giant bungee type <laughs> cord 
Yeah, that's the big one. And that is like the one thing that you can kind of come to understand. You absolutely can't understand any of the other rules. They made it deliberately um, obtuse. At one yeah. point, yeah. <laughs> one point, a guy hops on like a, a hover motorcycle and drives around the bases that explode <laughs> after he touches them. I mean, my favorite part is like when all chaos breaks out because sort of like pinball, a ball goes into like a fun zone hole or something oh, yes. like that. All right, yeah. it locks in there. <laughs> And then it's like multiple ball round <laughs> from everywhere. And a guy's just batting over and over. <laughs> People are, the players are ducking and stuff. Just pure yeah. chaos. It seemed really good. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird. It is like a combination of tetherball, baseball, and pinball, which sounds insane. And it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that the tether is so violent. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it really it doesn't is. like bounce back softly. It like bounces back with like bone breaking force. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, one thing that I uh, loved about this episode um, uh, was uh, Zoidberg going to the concession and just staying, asking for like disgusting things including one of your young on a roll. Um, and he's like, oh, we're out of rolls. He said, okay, just give me something covered in parasites or something like that, or bacteria. And he just gives him regular hot dogs. And it uh, is totally in character for him to want to eat disgusting things, but they just pan across and everyone's eating a hot dog and enjoying it. Really good commentary on, you know, dirty water dogs. Yeah, dude. They're gross, but delicious. They're perfect. Yeah. Meat is murder, but fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here first. Meat is murder. I came up with that, so. Whoa, really good slogan. <laughs> yeah, I try not to break it out too much because it's sort of obnoxious, but yeah. <laughs> proud of it, too. So. Well, hopefully uh, the Simpsons don't catch wind of it because they'll probably just um, oh. steal it from you. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Classic them, I guess. Um, so that. then there's a, a kind of a very baseball or Blurns Ball-centric episode of Futurama uh, called Alila of Their Own, mm -hmm. uh, where she becomes, she's like so bad uh, at, at pitching, she just hits every single batter that the, right the owner... Yeah, right in the face. <laughs> that the owner, which again is kind of an oil tycoon kind of guy. Yep. <laughs> uh, is like, oh yeah, come play for us because our attendance is down and you'll kind of be like the, you know, the clown of the thing, of the team, even though there actually is a clown on the team. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so then, yeah, she plays in the majors. It's perfect that it's the Mets. Yeah, of course. Of course it's them. Yeah. Um, I also really like that all of the players have fractions as numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, they like ran out of regular numbers uh, uh, by this point. So they're all doing fractions. Um, and then, uh, yeah, she ends up like uh, uh, kind of becoming the worst player in history. And uh, Hank Aaron kind of comes or Hank Aaron, what? The, the it's like the fourth 15th, or something. Fourth, fourth, yeah. The fourth, yeah. yeah comes and like uh 24 coacher 
voiced by real Hank Aaron, which is great. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah, that's so fun. Um, is he going to yeah. sue or is he being paid to be here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Bob Euchre is the announcer who is also voicing himself in it, which is also great. He's, you know, we love Bob Euchre. He's the best. Yeah. Love and yeah, it's a really fun episode. Uh, there were some like jokes in here that I was like, oh yeah, this is a little dated uh, <laughs> uh, feeling, but um, uh, yeah. I, I I watched that one first and I was kind of like, oh, I'd love a rules, even just a little bit of a rules rundown here of what this game is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, it's so insane. I made the same mistake of watching the long one that assumes you sort of already know what Blurns Ball is <laughs> before the explanation <laughs> one. Um, and I, I regret that a bit because it was just like, yeah. I want to know the whole time. <laughs> Um, I really loved that it's the new New York uh, uh, Mets and they just added an N to the uh, their hat. Uh, the normal Mets hat, they just connected another N to it. It's really funny. Um, I'm sure that exists somewhere for you to buy. Um, oh, yeah, and if it doesn't, sure. it should. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and send us... I don't know, what do you think? $25.99 and we'll see if we can get those hats out to you. I don't know, it's a pretty good that's a really good price yeah yeah so send it send it in first you guys do patreon (laughs) um no but we'll set one up okay great for this and yeah yeah. just for this yeah yeah (laughs) great 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 so we're all set the bean ball the bean ball is making fake hats (laughs) (laughs) money up front (laughs) yeah um this uh episode the whole premise is also um, kind of similar to another real thing in baseball uh, history where like a struggling team not, you know, uh, isn't getting uh, attendance, um, just kind of like brings in like a joke uh, player just to um, get some press. Someone, um, a manager for the St. Louis Browns who went, were later moved to Baltimore, I think. Um uh, and became the Orioles, um, brought in uh, Eddie, Eddie Guidel, um, who for one plate appearance, he was three foot seven. And so he had the smallest strike zone possible. He went up there and got four straight balls um, and not walked. Bad, yep. not, not a bad weapon to have on the team. A little mean yeah. of the owner, but. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, I think it was a situation where they weren't clear and this guy thought he was going to stay on the team and they immediately took him off the field. Um, and they were like, great, you're done. Like, we we got what we wanted. But I tell you what, an on-base percentage of 1,000 is really good. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. He should feel good about himself, not bad. Yeah. He nailed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a... It's a um it's a very funny episode and um i really liked the kind of the other woman who is like upset at leela for kind of betraying all women uh uh by playing for the team i thought was it was like um fun and and her coming in at the end was really good and uh yeah it's a fun it's a fun episode i we definitely recommend if you're interested finding out what Blurns Ball is first <laughs> yeah. before watching it. Um, if, if only 
uh, so it takes the pressure off of you trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Once you understand that there's nothing really to understand, <laughs> uh, it, ma- it makes it better. I liked how they allowed, you know, Leela to sort of save face and not feel bad. She had been like feeling bad about being a bit of a sideshow and setting women back and all that. But the, the good woman baseball Blurns ball player was like, no, no, you are an inspiration. People are trying much harder. So they don't look like you out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. I mean, two uh, iconic um, animated uh, comedy shows providing us with some good baseball content. Yeah. During these times, mm -hmm. what more do you want? And almost it works the other way. It's like one of America's favorite sports providing content for our wonderful animated shows. (laughs) Yeah, we have to keep baseball alive if only so future animated shows can create killer episodes. Yeah. That would be my thinking, yeah. <laughs> well, I I agree, and I'm totally down to support baseball if only so that the Simpsons can get a few more episodes out of it. That'd be yeah. I mean, they've got to be running out of ideas soon, right? So if baseball could keep it up, yep, yeah, or maybe do something new, even <laughs> help out the Simpsons. <laughs> it's gonna turn into Blurns Ball soon enough. Um. Well, Clara, this was great. Thanks yeah, thank for you joining so, us. Thank you so much for having me. It was a wonderful ride, not just the podcast itself, but diving back into those old apps. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yes, I have a podcast myself called Mean Book Club. Uh, we read uh, New York Times bestsellers. They're sort of trash. You know, your the notebooks, your Da Vinci Code, stuff like that. And then we um, make fun of them uh, for the podcast. It's very fun. Really gives me a sense of superiority. It's great. Great time. <laughs> yeah, it's a great podcast. Do you, yeah. Have you read, read any sports books on it? Uh, we read Tom Brady's TB12 method, um, an advertisement in book form for the TB12 method. <laughs> <laughs> so you loved it? Every word. Soaked it up. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that book was that you uh, he's really into massage. Uh, and you always want to sort of massage in towards the heart. <laughs> so if you're massaging your forearms, pull towards the heart, never away. So that's a little tip. That's a great know. tip. Wow, dang. Yeah, yeah we, no problem. people got more than they bargained for when they listen to this. Tell you what. Ooh, you good yeah, that tips. is football. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is football, and that is a problem for sure. We can edit this out, right? Cut around it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do any editing for sure. <laughs> um, well, yeah, check that podcast out. It's great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thanks again, gang. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thanks, thanks, Claire. You're the best. I really am. I agree fully. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll see if there are any other Simpsons episodes um, that have baseball in it, um, especially the one, and we'll have you back sometime. Sounds good. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Diana Kolsky. If you want to reach us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. 
please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, wherever you might get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. People are going to love it, dude. (laughs)